0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We're back for another episode of G'day MMA. G'day MMA. Alan, how's it been?
1: Been good, man. I mean You didn't go, or did you didn't go, right? Go you stayed where? in a, you stayed in California? Uh oh, to the fights, yeah. Vegas. No, I was in Cali, man. Uh I watched it at uh, Julio's house. Um, but uh yeah, it's been good. It's the fights were um as monster of a card that the UFC put together. I left that night a little let down to be right, honest, man. It was uh I know. It didn't live up to the hype. Because there was sad. so much hype. There was so much hype surrounding I mean, the it. The biggest hype train of them all failed. The the main event. Yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't and then and then the fight on the card, uh, that was kind of like the barn burner of uh the weigh-ins, which is Aljo versus Peter yep. ended the way that it did. And, and what do you think about that? I left that nice stretch in my head. I mean, you're a, you're a guy that
0: is Has been in in the game, in the UFC. You probably might have even fought on a card that had different rules when it came to your stance when you can be uh, hit in the head. Yeah. But if you're in Vegas, like, do you, does Ellen Joe Ban say to himself, if the fight goes where the guy has a three point stance or puts a knee, like, you you were aware of that and you, You think about that before you knee someone in the face or you just caught in the moment sometimes
1: and you would knee someone in the face? I tell you this. Before every fight, you have the rules meeting, right, with the referee. They usually come of there. And that's the one thing that they always go over because it changes. It changes from state to state with commission, commission. Some states have two hands down as grounded. Some states have one hand down, which is grounded. And then a lot of the the states, almost all of them, uh, the referee will tell you the difference between weight-bearing and playing the game, weight bearing and playing the game. And this is where you got to start kind of learning the rules. And I go over with the ref all the time. I said, so if he's kind of playing, I'm about to knee him and he starts touching the ground, and he goes, then that's his fault. He put himself in danger. You go ahead and knee him. I won't foul you. I won't take a, a oh, point away. Shit. Yeah, okay. But if their weight their weight is down on it, they're down opponent. Some states one hand. If the weight is bearing if the hand is bearing weight, it, they're down. But either state, no matter all of them, I think Paul Felder did a good example of this. He spoke about it somewhere that I saw. If your butt is on the ground, if your or knee your is knee. on the ground, you're grounded. It. It's football rules. If your right. knees down, you're down. If your butt's down, you're down. Aljo was down on every point possible. Right. And his it hands, was some time his knees that he was butt. there, too. And the, the ref
0: said, grounded. How often do you hear that? I don't feel like They're that is They're a- warning you.
1: Well, I'm seeing it more often where okay. referees are saying he, it's a don't can't do it. Can't do it. And so they let you know. I feel like maybe
0: um Jan doesn't. It was a speak. bonehead. It was a English when he and when he didn't maybe he didn't understand the word grounded? For as many fights <laughs> as he has. I know, right? And as why would you even ask your corner? Would you ask Julio if I could knee him in the head right now?
1: So that whole conversation keeps coming out, and it was a little odd. It was um it was his Russian, it wasn't the Brazilian guy. I know the Brazilian guy that was in his corner, black belt uh from ATT, but it was his Braz- it was his Russian rather corner that seemed to say something like kick or yes, yes. Yeah. Either way, I saw in an interview, Peter Jan said, I didn't even hear my corner. I didn't hear my corner. So that yeah. wasn't really a factor. It I was thought a, that
0: the story came from H- H- Habib is what I was. That, 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 that Habib he was trying heard to say the corner that and everything. He tried to tell Rogan yeah. that those guys were saying throw the They knee. were.
1: I saw that. One of them guy was saying, kick, kick. Yes. Okay. And, then, and then you could even see it, to be honest, to go about, talk on what you're saying. When he threw that illegal knee, the one guy that's... If you watch this video, the guy that's to the left of the screen that's closest to the, the, the camera. Yeah. The Russian guy who was saying kick. And yes, when he threw the knee, you can see the guy go. Yes. Oh, okay. The guy actually celebrated. So his corner was not aware of the rules. So his corner botched that up. How could you be a corner of a of
0: a of a, of the champion yeah. and not know that if your knee's on the ground, you can't you would knee him in so. the face? Because would- I don't... I don't go to the gym every day. I'm not in the <laughs> UFC. But you know that. But I know that if your <laughs> knees on the ground, you can't knee him in
1: the face because I watch it a lot. How can he not know that? You would, like I said, there's gray lines in this rule where it's weight bearing, not weight bearing. But this was what this- I'm trying to get you to say is those dudes are super mean, yeah, and they did that on purpose because they're
0: fucking assholes. The coach. You don't think that's possible?
1: I don't know. I think Young seems like possible. a very
0: mean person. I think it, it I think helps it could him, be possible, but. but he seems scary. Even you said before yeah. the card, he's a scary guy all the time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's ever friendly. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like, I hate this guy. And and it's just, and, and they both, the people agreed to hurt him.
1: I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. So maybe they get away with it. Maybe. I've I've had a point deducted before for an illegal knee, right? Okay. Very different situation, obviously. Or, or not obviously, but it was a very different situation. It wasn't like somebody staying down. But I threw the knee because sometimes you, the heat of the moment. It's like playing tag. If I tag you, you tag me. Eventually, it's like you got you to get back, right? And yeah. so sometimes in the heat of the moment in the fight, you're winning, which Peter Jan was winning the fight, and he has <laughs> him down, and he's thinking, oh, I could crush you right now, but damn it, you're, you're, you're touching the base. You're safe. Yeah. I'm going to crack you anyway. And so the heat of the moment. But this was so obviously a knee. So obviously a downed opponent. And as you mentioned, the referee said, do not do it. And the the amount of time that went by. There wasn't a crazy exchange. And one minute later, he said, I got to finish this combo. It was the 5, 10 seconds of him being on the ground, covered up, referee saying, don't do it. (laughs) And he did it. It was just a huge brain fart. And when it happened, I go, no. Like, why would you do that? Why would you end it that way? And I knew immediately the fight was over. I could tell the way that it landed. The way that Alger immediately, the way that Aljamain reacted, there's no way that you could react that way, and a doctor would say, "Okay, he's going to continue." There's no way he they was were like giving rolling
0: the opportunity to do that. They though. gave they gave him an opportunity to Too see if he if could you, fight. If you me, I felt like they kept asking him, yeah, and I'm like, okay, if, if you wait like over, three more minutes, maybe he doesn't even feel concussed anymore. But the fact still remains is you can't you continue. You fucking that. fully need him in the face. It, he, he he has to be. Yeah, injured. You kind of have to stop it. You have to for the stop the safety
1: it. of the fighter, especially because there's a rule put in place. Uh, uh, if if you if you if you're in pain and you scream out in agony, but I'm not saying I quit. But I go, "Ow!" The referee will stop it. If you show any yeah. signs of not wanting to fight yeah. or looking for a way out, if somebody just gets kneed illegally in the face and they they keep falling over and they're rolling around and doing the dizzy thing. For three minutes. I mean, this went on for a while. And do you think ref- that was real? Oof. Man, this is a, this is a, that's a deep question. Um, <laughs> Do I think that was real? I think. I don't think, I didn't, and I'm not asking, do yeah. I think it was justified? Yeah. I'm saying, do you think that that was 100% real? Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn because I like Al Jermaine a so lot. So do I. And this is what I got to say about it. Okay. I don't blame him. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't. If this was a life and death situation, do I think Algernon could have continued fighting? Yes. Right. If if he had to do this, if yeah. they said you will not ever fight again, he would have got up and he would have fought and right. he could have. Should he? No. There was no need because listen, agreed. It's it's like you're getting in a fight and it's and it's a five round fight and you're going as the best guy in the world, and they kick, they say, Well, hold on, we're gonna kick you in the balls illegally, real quick, and you have to continue now with fifty percent of your life taken away. Yeah. Your shield is gone. No. There's no reason that he should have fought, right? Do I... Was he that hurt? Yes, I do believe that he was uh, dizzy and out of it because even though concussed or not concussed, he was hurt and and, and, and wobble. You've been cracked before and been dizzy and not having a concussion. So okay. I believe that he was out of it and I don't believe that he should have continued. He didn't have to. Why should he have to continue uh, with a knife and a gunfight because I he agree. was injured? The thing that had me a little torn is how well he spoke at the interview. I just have to be honest because I love Al Jermaine and I don't I think he made the right decision. But when he brought when he got interviewed, immediately, Did you after expect him to slur? I didn't think him to recall everything so well. Okay, yeah. yeah. But for him, the, the, when he brought up, well, he said the round before, I think I, mean, I was down. He didn't down. go out when it hit him at all, he didn't go out um, at all, but just. You know, from 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 my experiences, and, and 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 I don't know how many times you've been concussed or knocked out. I know we've both had some <clears throat> some injuries before, but the one time that I have been just to just to put a personal relationship to this, the one time that I've been TKO knocked out inside the UFC, I fought this guy. Uh, uh, so I can't even remember his name because that's how bad. But I fought a Russian. I fought a Russian guy, right? Yeah. And uh, he caught me, and I went out. Uh, and then all I remember was. In the ambulance ride on the way home, I looked up and my manager right there. And I go, "Did I win?" And he goes, "Are you serious?" I go, "What happened?" He he goes, "You got you got TKO'd." I go, "Are you serious?" And then I, the first thing that came to mind was that I looked like an asshole, that I looked drunk, that I was so embarrassed. And I went back and watched it, and I was doing the drunk walk, and I was still trying to fight, but I couldn't remember a thing. Yeah. And that was that was probably my most serious concussion. Yeah. So to think how bad that knee was. It was very bad. But for Aljo to be able to talk so well five minutes later, I go, damn. It might have just been a horrible knee, but I don't think he was, like, knocked out on his feet as much as it seemed like he was for a while. I think he was just seriously hurt, which, again, I agree, he does not need to continue. But for him to know what happens around two, three, and four, and for him to say, the ref told me this, and I heard the ref say, don't do it, and then I got hit, um, I was just, like, shocked how well he could recount everything that had happened le- leading up to that. Do you think
0: if someone's knee in the face that hard, because I know I've seen plenty of people eat a shot that looked and probably was harder than the one they got knocked out on. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a thousand times. It doesn't right. have to be the biggest clubbing shot. It doesn't have to right. be the loudest sound. It doesn't have to have any of that on it to, to make somebody go to sleep. But you still know when someone lands a a, a bomb on someone, it's super apparent. And that was that was that shot was super apparent that it landed right on his skull at the, with the knee. But it didn't look like he was concussed because, uh, I mean, I've had that. Yeah, I've had ones where I've got, it's gone, whap! And, and, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm still here. That sounded crazy. Yeah. And then I've had ones where someone's like, you know, tapping me on the back and I'm like, what?
1: Didn't what happened? It. And I don't know. And I don't even know and that's one thing that that that, that falls in line with how Jermaine... He said he didn't see the knee at all. So he, yeah, yeah. he didn't have time to uh, brace for it or anything. That, um, I believe. But as violent of a knee as it was, it was crazy to think that, A, he didn't go unconscious. Uh, B, he wasn't cut open or anything. I mean, and... and, and I saw him. He did a, a video. If you guys should want to check it out, Al is like a YouTube channel where he explains the I situation. And I, yeah. And I thought he did a, a pretty decent job of just yeah. at least
0: telling his story. I think side he's a very story. vocal guy and he's very good with his words. He's yes, a very educated man. And I think that might be persuading you to think that it's a little bit of bullshit because he's so articulated with his words and Maybe he doesn't so. sound like a normal fighter, especially
1: Meeting after after in the being, interview.
0: Yeah, like I feel like he can, because I, I was like, wow. You're, you've got a lot of... And then I was thinking this, and then I was thinking that, and I'm like, he's got a lot of detail. He's thinking a lot of stuff, and he's very, very open and explaining mm. every single thing that he was thinking, yeah. which means right after the fight, he was super talkative. I just think yeah. he's a really talkative guy that likes to get into detail when he's telling you a story. It could be so, but... but I Look, I I think, regardless of how he talked, mm-hmm. the, the hit was for sure illegal, And you deserve to lose... I mean, I don't know how you lose the... Like, lose the belt because you had it. You had it, and I feel like it was almost over. That's the thing that makes me... Fourth round or so, yeah. He just looked so slow and so tired by the time he was down there for that illegal knee. Outro? Yeah, I did not see... I did not think that it was going to go much longer. It seemed very apparent to me that this fight was over. Yeah. Before the illegal knee. So, when you get... That fe- I don't know if he felt that, but then you get an illegal knee on top of feeling like it is about to be taken away. And then he brings up like, you know, I mean, if I get up, then I won't get another shot at the title. So mm-hmm. that tells me he did strategically say to himself, I'm going to stay down. I'm going to maybe... Because right. that was the thing. He was staying down and the refs weren't fucking paying attention to him. They kept asking him if, they wanted, if he wanted to continue. He'd already... You know, fucking illegal knee. He feels dizzy, and then you ask him again, like a minute later. Are you sure? And mm-hmm. I'm like, man. So then he had to keep doing the. Well, I mean, if <laughs> yeah. he can't say, yeah. "Well, I could continue." I if he could. says it could. It sounded like they were going to make him continue, right? And he, I feel like, I like how you said that, though, man. He he
1: took he did what he had to do to get a rematch. Possibly so. It, it's so tough because. He said it in his thing, right? He you goes, shouldn't have the belt. There's levels, there's levels to concussions. There's yeah. levels to big hits. And not every big hit is a concussion and vice versa. All you could take from it is, if you're looking at it from the other side of it, that maybe he faked it. You say, well, remember when Daniel Cormier got knocked out by John Jones? And how did his interview go? Because he's an articulate guy who speaks yeah. well. And he was crying his eyes out. But that was also... That rivalry was yeah, something that. that he couldn't handle. But I'm saying you add other people... To, to that speak okay when I got knocked out I don't remember anything for 45 minutes until yeah. until my, all of a sudden I go oh this is where I am this is what's happening again so for that devastating of a knee it looked very bad <laughs> it definitely landed do I think he was knocked out uh, on his feet and didn't know what was going on no do I think he should have continued absolutely not absolutely not yeah. so so he did what he had to do uh, you can't knock him from that no. um, but, I but don't I, understand why it's not a no contest though right because it,
0: because it I went remember to DQ. Jacare got kicked in the head by Jason Mayhem Miller in a Pride fight. Yeah, and it was Jacare ducked down right when Mayhem threw the kick, so he did have a hand down or something as it happened. But if it I, was a it was a DQ, he didn't
1: win the fight. It was over. I believe this is the ruling. If it's ruled an intentional foul, yeah. then you're disqualified, meaning the other person then becomes uh, the champion. okay. And it was the referee's decision. Well, then, well, then it is. It was the referee's decision. It was decision. an intentional fucking thing So that's day. it. That, that's what it is. You look at Aljo's okay. side. Okay. He played everything by the book. There's rules. There's rules. And everything happened by the rules. And it's not his fault. He got needed illegally. They handed him the belt. And he's like, dude, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. I didn't ask for this. You're right. But if we're going to say, you just have to look at it from both sides. Could he have probably fought if it was a life or death situation? Yes. But it would have gone even more downhill for him. And and I just want to back up one second. We're talking about the ending. The fight, the body of the fight, what was happening? I was shocked because I thought Aljamain Aljamain would have had a, not a huge, but a a, a decent advantage in the grappling area. Uh, Jan was on it. Jan was throwing him down. Jan was taking down Aljo. Jan was landing his body shot right hand when he would step in. Jan was on fire. And yep. and that fight wasn't going good from Aljo. Right. They're going to have an immediate rematch uh, yep. whenever that may occur. And Aljo Ming is going to have to do something drastically different to get the win. Because in, in that fight, in my opinion, his two ways of possibly winning was to take him down and get the back. Which he couldn't out-grapple, Peter Jan. Right. And the other one would have been... Couldn't even hold him down. Couldn't do anything. Jan was winning the grappling exchanges. His other big move would have been a big move, a flying knee, which he landed like three of them, and they dinked off of his chin. Jan never ducked down. So now you take away the element of surprise, the flying knee, the big spin, uh, the right, right head kick. You know, I remember he went for a a head kick that just went over his head. Uh, You take the element of those surprises out. Now he showed his cards. These are my secret weapons. Now you know what to look for, Peter Jan. And I know that Peter Jan now can hang with him on the ground. It looks very tough for Aljo in this rematch. It yeah, really inside does, his mind, it's got to be, you know, because you,
0: you, you were like, yeah, okay, I've got a rematch, but now let's really like be
1: really honest. How
0: how was that going? How did that feel for you in that fourth round?
1: Not good. Not good. It didn't look like it was feeling and good. And so and so they're gonna have the rematch. We're gonna see if Aljo can make some ad- adjustments. All in all, back and forth that we went. I feel like I just want to tell our fans: don't be mad at Aljo. This is the rules. The rules dictated what happened. It's not his fault. That's he got the, hit illegally.
0: I, I, telling people to. I don't. Know, I can't even. The, we can't tell. It's, okay. I just like the the social. Shut the fuck up. You know the yeah. people that attack. Uh, There's so many people attacking. You know, this what's morning. his name that got knocked out the other day? Like somebody FaceTimed him to yeah, make yeah. fun of him. Like um, you know these people are. You know, there's therapy—they—they we could, we could get a doctor in to explain it, but you know, it's just you're sad, and that's why you do that. So try to cheer yourself up. Try to exercise, eat well, and then you won't be such a prick. Yeah, it's usually, and then you'll find when you're not such a prick, you'll be less inclined to tell somebody who's at the highest level of your thing that you love to watch. That you know, what I mean, that he's a piece of shit or whatever, because because he did well, something it, in MMA. It, you know, we I mean? you know, none of us really know what it would be it, like to be
1: him. MMA fans thrive off of any type of controversy because then it gives yeah. us a reason. It gives people a reason to go back and forth and say he said, she said, and this and that, and you're wrong. But like, I woke up this morning and I tweeted because I, I was like, God damn! Like, I love when there's a when there's a feel good card when somebody. Does something amazing, and everybody's talking about that. And I thought this was gonna be one of those cards, three title fights, all this crazy stuff going on. And yet, you wake up, and it's just like, who's talking shit about who today? Every single fight had, except for the Mana Nunez one, had some type of controversy to it. Uh, with commentary, people were not happy about the way the fights were commentated. People were not happy about the 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 Aljo decision. They were not happy about the man. Dane the commentating
0: Hardy. thing is a new. Commentators have always done that. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy that all of a sudden now we're bringing up that commentators almost every time I've ever watched a fight, if the guy, cause it's the, here's the easiest way to know if you've got the inside scoop on a guy, because you've been at the gym with him and you've heard about this guy. That's a new guy. That's going to fucking destroy everybody. And then you watch the announcing and you go, wow, it's weird how the announcers are really like not talking, uh, uh, hyping yeah. up my boy that much right now, because they don't fucking know yet. You know what I mean? They talk about Anderson Silver all day because yeah, they've yeah. fucking seen it. They know you're gonna watch out for this, you're gonna watch out for that. But it's but I feel like it takes you know, once you've got a name for yourself, then announcers sort of start to act accordingly. But I've yeah. seen several times where the underdog is getting spoken about in a way where it's not making it's not apparent to the announcer yet that he's already winning the fight. Because they're saying, well, you know, you can see any minute he's measuring, and pretty soon he'll start to explode. And but well, he, he hasn't yet. Like your boy is losing, yeah. but they don't say it. And I felt like they were, they did do that, where they, you know, they with Jan
1: of, or are you talking about the Jan. Are you is talking about a specific fight? Because a lot of fights of, they did that. Where they I mean,
0: definitely with um, with lo- Izzy, they, you know, yeah, they, a lot of the controversy with the, the
1: commentators came with the Izzy and, and he the Jan fight. playing to fight. Izzy's
0: game. Yeah, and he how was, did you feel? He was Just losing.
1: General thoughts. How did you feel on? on uh, either the fight or the commentary of that fight. You don't have to speak on the commentary. What did you think about that fight?
0: Yeah, I don't... The commentary... I thought the commentary was great, by the way. I I thought it was good, too. Thank you. You know,
1: I I was going to... You think that he's playing into your game? A lot of people, surprisingly, a lot of people, the two of the favorite color commentators in the UFC, the Honorable (laughs) Joe Rogan, of all people, and in DC, who's like... Uh, analyst commentator of the year for two or three yeah. years in a row you know dc he has his on and off nights obviously everybody does but um they were they were surprisingly getting a lot of bad uh whatever There a lot a lot of shit talk on twitter this morning about how one-sided and how blinded they were And it and i gotta say i didn't listen to the entirety of the commentary i was just more focusing on the fight but from what i remember it, yeah, they were they were talking about Izzy's feints quite a bit. Yeah. They they couldn't Look, get over the feints and everything. Were, but I thought they were pretty accurate in the momentum of the fight.
0: Man, they were talking. you know what they are? They are pros who notice the little the, the little special things about a fighter. And 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 Izzy is full of little special things. Yes. When you watch him when when even when he's not hitting you, it's fucking amazing. Like even when he steps back. Every time, every fucking step he does, everything that he does, all these little fakes when he throws something, it's awesome. It's so well done. And uh, Blockowitz is super fundamental. It's still gnarly because he's such a big, dangerous guy, but yeah. it's not flashy. It's.
1: There's it's, not his little gold, uh, little tidbit gold nuggets to talk about during his fights, right? It, yeah. Unless I, he's knocking you out. And
0: I feel like, you no, know, and everyone kept. It was like little tit-for-tat thing here, but I don't think it, it took a while for the announcers to realize that I think a couple of people did say something, but most of the stuff Izzy was throwing didn't land. Mm-hmm. He blocked almost everything. He checked did. kicks. Yes. He, he, and it, but it wasn't flashy. So yeah. I think that they were like, yeah, he's playing into Izzy's game because Izzy's dancing around, moving around. But yeah. it's, I mean, that was, kind, when you think about it, it's Blockowitz is, is not, uh, he's doing that. He's tricking the announcers, yeah. but he's also tricking Izzy. Yeah. Because, yeah, it might not look like he's doing that much because then it made Izzy not work that hard to get those points back and surprise, takedown, you suck, you can't get back up.
1: Well, that, you, there you goes said that it, man. Answer. That You said it. I mean, two things won that fight for Blackowicz. It was not only the grappling, but it was like, what you said. It was the defense, the check defense, the kick defense won him that fight because if he wasn't blocking those head kicks and those low kicks... He would have been knocked out already, and he wouldn't have had the chance to grapple him in the fourth or fifth round. But if you saw every time that Izzy threw that real slick left kick to the head, uh, Blackwich had a great defense. Yep. He, he was either two right hands up or he was out of the way right away. And then yep. almost every single low kick that that Izzy threw, Blackwich got at least a half check on yep. it. It was a little bit of shin to shin. You heard some loud <laughs> clanking in that fight from shin to shin. Bone I also on bone. think
0: Izzy got tired because Izzy got, um, and I can speak from experience on this one is. Bigger people that are going to hit harder than you make it easier for you to get tired. Even if they don't uh, chase you around the ring. When you're fighting somebody that throws with like an extra 80 pounds on their knuckles, you... you, No, you see that Izzy
1: was tired from that. uh, Yeah, I think Izzy
0: was tired, not only from just the like holding on to Blockowitz and obviously him having more power up against the cage. But I think just sure you can act like he's a cool, like he's a murderer, sure or whatever. But yeah. he was, I think when punches are coming, he's a lot more, he was a lot more tense and he was a, a, definitely a lot less involved in just uh, engaging and, and throwing. I think only one time did I see one real shot where he kind of st- stuck, stayed in the pocket enough to really th- like sit down on a hook and it, and it did tag him. That was the only real solid shot. And then he went back to that. Just always, always staying away. Never risking getting hit, even though he did get hit a few times. But it just never looked like he was anywhere near as committed when he was fighting Bobby Knuckles. Like, he was right inside, matching him, trying
1: to block with the other hand. He wasn't trying to block. that was the danger zone that I was worried about for this fight for Izzy. Because I was like, you've done that against middleweights. But now if you're going to sit in the pocket or the mid-range against a guy this big with this much power… It might not fair. It might not end well. But
0: that's what if you're going to go up. That's what you. Yeah. If you think you're going to beat him or John Jones, you you can't have this thing where well, I can do everything that I used to do except stay in the pocket ever again. Yeah. I mean, that's part well, of your. I, I
1: think he he partially anticipated winning this fight on that sniper game again. Yeah. Those the head kick defense from Blackowich they want him to fight because so many of those head kicks would have landed. That's the head kick that knocked out Polo Costa. That's the head kick that knocked down Polo Costa. And then he was able to finish him up later on. He's landed the head kick on so many people. He'll throw a question mark kick. He'll throw a left left or a right-right, meaning the the punch hides the kick. And he did that so many times. Blakowicz was so prepared for it, checked yeah. all the kicks. And then the grappling is what inevitably at the end won him the fight. But watching that fight, uh, I saw... I saw a lot of holes, and I hate to say this about high in caliber who? both guys. Both uh, okay. guys, yeah. To be honest, because both guys are tremendous fighter, competitors, champions. Uh, and I don't, I speak very respectfully to them when I say this because I'm a big fan of. Uh, I respect both guys so much, but there was grappling holes in that in that fight. Big grappling oh, okay. holes, even especially obviously from Izzy. Izzy was on yeah. his back. He had that open half guard for quite a while. And anybody in the jiu-jitsu world is probably pulling their hair out. Because anytime you, you're, somebody has the half guard on top of you, you have an open guard. He could have passed at any point. He chose to stay in half guard. Which is smart because
0: he could just stay there and and, and waste the clock. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll stay here and I'll pair up you up. But in my mind, not only—he w- w- was winning the fight, but— so Izzy didn't have any type of lockdown game. He didn't have any type right. of butterfly. He didn't even try it. He didn't know how to sweep, get up, defend. He didn't anything. even try one. He stayed there and got punched for two and a half minutes in yeah. the fourth and fifth round. So that was Izzy's glaring hole. Okay, so we know that we knew that Izzy had improved some of his wrestling, his takedown yeah. defense. It's it's hard to get him down, but now it's apparent that if you do, you yes. can stay there with him. And he had some. He had some uh, some good showings on his back at middleweight against guys that were five ten. But when you have, Do you a, think that is the like he when you try to pop
0: somebody up and get your hips out of the way. It the was definitely Plockowitz part weighs of, that much that he because
1: Izzy? I'm just gonna throw this out there. Let's say he's a blue belt jujitsu level, and so he only has uh, A, B, and C to get up as an escape. His long six four body and his long legs and his athleticism. And his blue belt level jujitsu allowed him to get up in the past against 85ers because he was a much taller guy and he had a certain amount of technique that he was high percentage with and he would use that. But now you're going up in weight against a guy who's a better grappler than you and bigger and stronger. Now your blue belt is down to a white belt. And yeah. he just he showed that he couldn't get up. He wasn't even close. He wasn't even trying anything. And then on the other hand, Jan was, did a, a tremendous momentum shift in saying, I need to start using my grappling and that's what won him to fight. But there were so many opportunities that for him to finish a fight or to yeah. pin the arm. The what do you call it? The Dagestanian, uh handcuff, like Khabib. Khabib would have trapped the arm and mauled Izzy yeah. if he was on that side. Somebody with that type of uh, wrestling or grappling pedigree. So I just feel like I'm, I'm. I'm. I was watching the fight from John Jones's point of view. Yeah. John Jones had to be thinking, "Oh man, yeah. everybody who's been talking trash to me," which he pretty much came out and said. He, John would have won that fight at yeah. either way class whoever he fought either one of those men. He would have outclassed them for sure. Yeah,
0: Yeah. well it's said. It is. Yeah. Um, I did get one fight right and I was super bummed about it. I know I don't want to jump around but I have to just real quick. Joseph Benavidez I'll say his yes. name so that you don't. Thank you. I felt really bad but I did watch a lot of tape on that other guy and it really seemed like a bad matchup. Yeah. Just the way and I, and I don't know how Uh, Joseph
1: what he does next but um, it's tough for him because he's a guy at the top of division for so long fights for the title twice and loses and he goes okay maybe I'm not going to be a champion but at least I could maybe make some money have some big fights but then this happens now he's a guy that ran the division uh, aside from being a champion to on a three fight skid three fights kid Joseph that's, Benavides and it, and it
0: seems like their weight class has all these new people and and uh, and there's just a new breed of people and if you're in this age group where it's the you know that's not it's not supposed to be your physical prime anymore I don't know how you know, like yeah. it's happened to me I had years to get over it but I I had to get over it so I understand that it is fucking hard to do yeah. you cared about it so much and now this thing is not working out for you. Uh, I think his mental attitude is such a warrior's mindset. Mm-hmm. I know I don't know him that well, but just the way he handles it's unlucky bro, dude, this is a like I feel like, man, I'm like it's to be tough. that high and to be and to get that many losses in a row. That's fucking tough, dude. It's and tough You've got your wife me. and she's announcing she's got to watch it. She worked it Everyone's hard. talking about shocked. it. That doesn't help everybody. No, like just knowing that everyone else in the world knows that you two are dealing yeah. with this stuff as a couple. It's a tough spot
1: for him. Like uh, what happens next? The UFC has to find him another matchup. He's gonna want to win. He's gonna even if he's thinking, okay, so maybe retirement is now in Uriah the near future. Uh <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Man, you would all, you put all of it in there right away. you I have the Um I don't ticket. know who it's gonna be, but back it, from retirement. One yeah. more
0: shot. You two banging out. That'd he's, be awesome. he's
1: gotta want. To get like a clean victory. And then he can maybe yep. say, okay, let me yep. let me assess this career. Where am I at now? This and that. But he can't go out like that. But I'll say this having the two previous fights before this be devastating knockouts that yeah. drained his soul because he he lost this spot at the championship, right? Yep. So I have a feeling, and I'm just I'm just I'm just speculating, but this was an easier loss, I, I imagine, for him because yeah. he goes, ah. Eh, I lost what was the judge's decision. I'm not knocked out. I'm not cut open. I don't have a concussion. Okay. I'm gonna live to fight another day. And I know his his wife, Megan, who's so supportive, was probably echoing something like that in his ears. So I know it didn't taste good. It didn't I mean, it didn't sit well with him that he got this loss, but it wasn't like those last two losses. Those are those are the kind that you depress from months after. Um, how about Cruz on that card? Yeah, I was kinda I've worried just all these new people that are Yeah,
0: you know, they're Fucking young and full of beans and coming at you, <laughs> you know what I mean with all, with with no fear and and no, you know, wife and taxes. You know, they just yeah. like they just like killers. They, just, they sleep in the
1: gym, and yeah, man. And, and you're fighting them, and they're ten years younger than you. Look, Cruz's fight IQ won him that fight. Yep, it was a close fight. Yep. Cruz was uh, laning his rolling overhands that he does. He kind of rolls under and then throws a, an stuff. overhand hook, and it's so tricky. And then he was having success with that. And Cruz was having success with his blitzes. He would yeah. hit him one time, and he go, "Oh, you're gonna leave your chin in the air for a half more second? I'm gonna go blitz, 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 and yeah. walk forward." And that's where his success was. But Cruz was getting hit as well, and it was starting yes. to be a little bit of back and forth. This is getting a close fight. Cruz, former champion, has the IQ, and I kind of always preach this about him. He's got he's got underrated wrestling. He's got really good wrestling, and uh, I don't think he always gets the props for it. At first, he wasn't landing. He was like oh for three in the beginning of the fight, yeah. but. Once a fight slows down and you find those opportune moments to seize the fight, take yeah. him down. Yeah, he's such a smart guy. You can see right there. That's that championship caliber. Five-round fighter all the time. Now he's fighting a three-round fight. Take the guy down. Seal the fight. Got a big win, man. I mean, it, coming back after a while, fighting a tough guy, like you said, these younger guys.
0: How'd you did feel did.
1: about his uh, interview? Oh, I'm so glad we brought that up. I forgot about that. Uh, I don't know. Do you know Hans Mullenkamp? Okay, so… I, I, I was hoping you'd have some insight. I follow him on Instagram yeah. and haven't never met Hans. Do you follow him in hopes to be sponsored by Monster Energy?
0: Uh, like no. everybody else?
1: Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I follow him because I'm waiting for somebody to attack him so he could question mark kick him and then stab him with his pocket knife because that's all that I see he does on Instagram he really loves <laughs> that's all he, practices. he really loves
0: question mark kicks <laughs> he loves the question mark and he kicks he loves kicking bats and yeah and he likes kicking monster cans out of he's always got his like a a, a, a a
1: small knife hidden on him he's um, got a knife
0: company and uh a- a boxing
1: company. That's how I know him from Triumph United. Okay. And so, I, have you ever been sponsored by Monster? I've been. Know, yeah, I didn't when I was a skateboarder, I was sponsored by Monster. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know him through that or know, no? No, so you I was just just on Monster before he was.
0: Gotcha. And then he get he sponsored me for Triumph United some MMA gear because I was friends with Back Mayhem in the day, Triumph. Yeah. So Mayhem introduced me to mm-hmm. him, and I think at one point, I mean, it was never for money or anything, but I yeah. I think I might. I mean, I. I he was in, as far as I knew, in the MMA game. So I was like, cool. And I liked his stuff. I still thought yeah. it was kind of cool. Um, So I think I wore his shit. I wonder if he made me a t-shirt. I don't know. I think I wore some of his shit. This is like old MMA school fight. Triumph United? Or yeah. This is, okay. Back when Tiki was yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. That's so, what I'm thinking. So, but, I, but I'm, you know, I'm in a skateboarder then. I did an ad for him where I did an invert, a hand plant on Mayhem's Head. He made him put his head on the the ramp and I did a hair plan on his head. And and uh he posted he like put him in he put him in skateboard magazines. I think he tried to put it like a skateboard magazine because nice. he sell yeah. the actions to the action sports community. But I never he seemed okay okay to me. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, man, cool. And you're friends with people I know, and I never thought anything of it, and then Every now and then I would see him because I'm like, yeah, I'm the skateboard guy that's still in MMA. And then out of nowhere, it just seemed like he was the monster team manager. And I'm a guy that knows team managers. Mm -hmm. I know how the game, I know how sponsors go. I know that there was a team manager for monster skateboarding that, of course, everybody wants to be fucking friendly with him.
1: Especially if you're sponsored by monster. Yeah. If if the team manager likes you, you get more shit. Yeah. And Monster we're, sponsors so many. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably sponsor more than anyone. We're all
0: we're all guilty of of um being nice to people that, yeah, that, get that paid. pay your way. Yeah, like uh not Dominic. Well, you know what? I I've noticed it's a, a younger man would have had some beef with with Hans, but I don't care because everybody's full of shit. Everybody's Paying people to make them look cool. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, mm-hmm. I I just didn't really care. I was like, yeah, like you know, Kane Velasquez. You know, I don't know how much of a buddy everybody is to him. And and if you want to, you know, he has like a um. It's not. A, I don't want to say gimmick because it sounds mean. But it, you know, he has a thing. I have a thing. You post shit like, uh, you know, I, I did Logan Paul's show today. We exchanged photos because you're gonna post them later. I I feel like maybe when you do the Conor McGregor thing where you're buddy with Conor, but maybe Conor doesn't really know who you are, but yeah. you post these things. I've noticed that where this happened to me with Benji Madden too. He got, Benji got bummed at another guy for always taking photos with Benji and Benji's wife or Joel and Joel's wife. And then he would place them out uh, periodically on his Instagram to gather more followers mm. and that, Bummed them out. They were like, "Man, we're not a fucking business to you." You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I feel like maybe Hans, you know, to, I if, to say that you know if I've got to tag you or whatever, or, you know what I mean it's going to help my my contracts. Yeah, I don't know anything about that.
1: I don't. I don't know. Well, that's what he was insinuating, right? Right. Because I was trying to figure this out I live. Think was a liar. With that, I don't
0: think Dom's a liar. No,
1: not at all. If anybody, Seems like the,
0: probably the realest dude in an MMA. Right,
1: he's he's a little too blunt. I and mean, he's, he's he looks at it totally differently. I, I don't think he's lying at all.
0: I know that Dana's like, oh man, it's you know he gives everybody Monster gives us all a lot of money. I've my friend the Dingo is a giant person at Monster, so I don't want to say anything bad because that's Dingo's company and Dingo's my best friend. Uh, but when Dom says something like this, I just think it's. I don't want Dom to get in any trouble and I feel mm-hmm. like everybody should be backing him a little bit and I don't want anything bad to happen to Hans either. I just think everybody needs to kind of back off on how much pull you have with each other on the whole yeah. commercial gimmicky thing. You know, if, if it should be up to the individual. I, I'm going to give you this deal and then that person handles it. Maybe yeah. team managers that are always in on everything and becoming a celebrity themselves is not. The thing
1: that you that you need, yeah. In terms of Hans but, becoming like his own little celebrity, right? But
0: I do agree with what Dana said. Like, if Monsters want to pay this kid to be the team manager, and then that's what will happen. Yeah. So I, I, feel, I feel like, like if Monster gonna, like it, then of course nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna come oh, from it right. it. right. Right. Like, the, and I, him I, I, wanting to fight
1: Hans, saying that he's a pro fighter, that's kind of fucked up. You know, what was interesting too was that he was. You know, he made his entire post-fight speech, well, the 90% bulk of it, about the Hans thing. Yeah. And then he was like, but I got nothing against him personally. He's like, you know, he's, he's a cool guy or whatever, but I do want to fight him, and he did hold my contract hostage. And I was like, well, you're saying strong words for somebody that you're saying you have no ill will against. Yeah. But you do want to fight him. But at the end of the day, that's Dominic Cruz. We've kind of learned he kind of yes. just says it. He's an
0: in-your-face motherfucker. Yeah,
1: he'll say the shit that's on his mind, and uh, it'll get a little... You can see Joe Rogan was a little bit kind of awkward during that interview, um, yeah, but- because
0: Joe also wants, and look, when you get older, you know, that's, a, I've, I've even told Dom this at one point we were in a car together and he was saying something about somebody telling me, you know, what they, what he really thinks and what this person's all about. And I go, you know, I used to do that a lot in skateboarding and he's like, yeah, and I know. That's why we hang out. Like you you know, I mean, you tell it like it is. And I'm like, yeah. But I'm just telling you that like now that I'm a little bit older, mm-hmm. sometimes when I feel that speech coming on, I I tend to like it. I tend to hold them on. Sometimes I don't say them at all, or sometimes I kind of pull back because mm-hmm. now I'm starting to realize that people have feelings <laughs> and I'm I I don't want to be here to make people's lives bad. I want to be here to make people's lives better. So If I feel like if I tell somebody that dude has the worst style and he punches like a piece of shit and then he sees the video, I don't know. Unless it was really funny, I'm not going to do it anymore. Unless it's like for like, just to take somebody's
1: game and turn it to shit. Well, that's what happens to all of us, right? We see something right away and the first thing that comes to mind, like that guy sucks. And if you were going to tweet that right away, and most of us do care. Well, I'm not trying to like make this guy mad or talk negatively on this guy. I didn't really feel that. That, that, that's strong on the topic. But on the other side,
0: the other side of me is like the fucking core that, yes, you do fucking, you train people try to kill you all the time. You're injured, surgeries, pain levels of crazy amounts. Nobody should be getting any extra gimmicks off you. You know, and if you don't want to do that, you, sh- you you shouldn't have to do that. But it is the game. It's always been the game. I don't know. I know it doesn't make it right. But man, I, I know people that's serious that, got deals and stayed with the company for way longer. And I would go to Christmas parties and they would fucking I would be so angry by the time I left from watching them kiss the boss's ass. <laughs> like it would make I would be so pissed yeah. that somebody actually does that to people to stay, you know, cool or whatever, that it it would make me sick to my stomach that people kiss ass that hard. I'm like, nobody loves their boss that much you guys are fucking
1: disgusting but that's the game those guys did wealth because of it i'll bring it back to our game dom is not the type of guy that would do that that would kiss ass or anything and and uh it must have been something that was kind of lingering on him for to to obviously right it was like it was like it was in his head and he was like if i win this fight i'm gonna go i'm gonna call this guy out i mean because he already i mean obviously he had the the boxing match speech all set up and everything he already had figured that out we'll do it for charity everybody will make money Yada yada yada. It, it was it was a bit crazy, man. Um, I tell you the one fight too <laughs> He's a maniac. that um, kind of set the pattern of the night. That's a bummer. Was that uh, first fight of the night? Tiago Santos oh, versus what Alexander. The fuck Rakic. you and I t- promoted this fight could like not go wrong, not- right? And it ended up being. I mean, you talk about two of the scariest, most explosive guys in the UFC. These guys. I mean, we talk about pound for pound danger inside of the octagon at all times yep. these are two of the two of the pound for pound most dangerous men in there uh, they're just explosive and dangerous and then they canceled each other out it was a like a like a Derek lewis um francis and yes. god where we overhyped it. we yeah. got so excited this was going to be a banger and they canceled each other out and, and what it was was i blame tiago more he was a bit more hesitant yep but i blame both of them for this I, I will say Rackage was taking the lead. He was yep. taking a little bit more of the gambles in there. Both of these guys are so explosive and big and strong and have knockout power that they always have that little bit of advantage on most of their opponents. Most of the guys they go against, they go, I have this advantage. Now I'm facing a guy that's my equal. He has the same expl- explosiveness. Still going to knock pull the trigger. Out. I don't get it. So neither one of them wanted to take that risk because now yeah. they know I have to step in and have an equal 50-50 chance of getting knocked out. I agree. Rackage took more gambles, yeah. took more calls, came into the danger zone and got out. Tiago was a bit more reserved in that fight, but it's such a shame when you see what could be the fight of the year or a knock potential knockout of a year go into a snooze fest like that and everybody I'd just be scratching their head. Cut. What's that? I'd be worried about getting cut. After a fight like that?
0: Yeah. I just, uh, just for feel like and just people that are, you know, not, maybe not completely retired yet and sometimes they just get bumped
1: lately. Well. Know? You are seeing that. That's um that's the second loss for Tiago Santos. But man, whew, man I mean, I feel like you'd have to you'd have to give that guy four or five fights skid before you could even think about it. Just because he's a guy that's changed weight classes, fought for the title. Yeah. Um, but I mean sometimes that puts you in the bad area. But yeah, I think he's still too soon for him. Two losses. And I don't even think he's in that conversation. I think he goes against a guy who's not quite as dangerous, but good in whatever area he's at, and Tianto gets uh Santos gets another. Crazy knockout, but it was just... I hope so. I was talking before that fight promoting Santos's power and athleticism. And then I see when the fight starts, Rakic, I was like, yo, Rakic is big. I told yo, you. <laughs> He's a And monster. more athletic, I think. Bigger legs, bigger yep. chest, more athletic. I, I didn't think you can get more athletic than Santos, but um, Rakic made Santos look small. Yep. Crazy. So what other fights did we see that were... Uh, you
0: gotta talk about uh Drew Dober. Dober. Oh man, getting, I'm sorry. I Katie. feel like I don't know who got beat more. <laughs> Dober or I guess Dober or Megan Anderson. I don't know which is the worst person to beat oh, on that man. card. But yeah, that that
1: guy really Well Dober made it semi competitive. Uh or you know, competitive on the feet, uh Megan Anderson. Um
0: Let's not, not talk about Megan yet, because that okay, let's just talk to about
1: uh, Dober. What's Dober's name
0: and Islam. Yeah, Islam. The passing of yeah. the guard where it looked like I'd never seen anybody do where he, both his knees were um, that choke. on the, yeah, on the, no, when he put, when he like, when he get like, when he got the mount, he had like, he puts both knees on your hips oh, and he's yeah. like balancing on top of you on his knees. You could tell that he's just like, he just crushes people, huh? you.
1: Yeah, like when you get a, a high level black belt and they go knee pass, knee pass, knee pass, left side, right side. That's, that's like, that's so embarrassing. Right? <laughs> you can't have people do to that. To a
0: guy people. that's really, really yeah. good. Yeah. It seemed like he was so much stronger.
1: Stronger. And if you saw that choke at the end, it was, um, I mean, there's probably a specific name, but I'll just give our viewers. It was a mix between uh a head and arm, like a head triangle choke, but the arm wasn't on the way up. It was a mix between that and like a Von Flu, because all he had, he had the head and arm head and arm in, and then he just had the shoulder pressed against the artery. All right. And then you could see his squeeze was so tight that even with it really not locked in in a traditional head and arm or traditional Von flu, because a guillotine has to be in on a Von flu. the guillotine wasn't in. His squeeze was so strong. You could see his, black, his back muscles flexing. Yeah. And when I saw his back muscles flex, I go, yo, he might have something. Yep. Boom, he tapped right away. It was just super uncomfortable for, um... Oh, Is boy, it true he beat up... He would beat up Habib in the gym? I don't know, man. That'd you be that you uh, hear that? I didn't hear that. But, I, I mean, that. look. Khabib isn't… Um, I hear things. He's not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right? And if this is his main sparring partner and one of the best guys in the division that's following in his lead, I'm sure both guys have their on and off days and or, or their winning days. And, yeah, I could totally uh, uh, believe it. But if he's wrestling with Khabib all the time, most of the lightweight division in the UFC has got to feel like blue belts to him. You know what I mean? Is there a um?
0: Is there Americans that can learn this? I mean, it, does it not become because isn't there like at one point there's a guy that or a girl
1: that can do uh, something that no one else can
0: do, and then everybody sort of catches yeah. on?
1: That's interesting. It, it it comes from that sambo grappling background, and I didn't come up wrestling my whole life, but obviously Americans are. Are known for their wrestling, right? And the other countries, a lot of them, but Russia and Iran, those are the other countries. But Americans come from traditional freestyle wrestling, collegiate wrestling, um, or you have. Um, uh, it's not uh, as good for MMA. Well, that's what I was gonna get at. It's kind of like what we're seeing. We see a, 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 if you're gonna make the perfect MMA athlete, you put him in you put him in wrestling, learn, get him a good strong base, be able to dictate where the fight goes. And then you sprinkle in some jujitsu and teach him how to strike. You could teach a grappler how to strike in two years. If he's an athletic, he's got some fast twitch muscle fibers. He's got 15 years of wrestling. I'll teach him to strike in two years and make him knock people out. But he's not really going to need it. He's going to take everybody down. But if you have a Sambo athlete who's already throwing strikes, grappling since they're a kid, and submissions in there, it's just more transitional. It just flows better. I mean, you
0: just answered that when somebody who's, instead of you grew up wrestling, you grew up doing MMA.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so what it was, right? It was MMA on the feet and the ground for a little while. Like it's just, it's much closer to to MMA than wrestling is, and they seem to have a little bit better um, uh, technique when it comes to areas like the fence. Even though there's not a fence in sabo in sambo, um, the sweeps. Remember, uh, he hit him with that sweep. I don't one of the last takedowns before he submitted him. Hit him with a sweep. They're very good at trips and yeah. sweeps and throws. Whereas traditional American wrestling. Uh, it's more of a double leg, blast, single leg, run the pipe, high crotch, all those type of things. But they have some trickier stuff, I think, against the Not fence. the best boxers, though.
0: Not uh, saying they're bad. Just who? feel like… Uh, the, Sambo or the Yeah. Run- oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's the… They're very loopy strikers.
1: Them. Most of yeah. them are very loopy strikers. They don't come from a traditional striking. It's, it's like a, a level change, loopy type of striking background. But
0: I am excited for all these new up-and-comers to have a crack at somebody that is a higher-ranked opponent yeah like I
1: really you know I mean like how good is this guy? Islam he was calling for a Tony Ferguson That's fight. That's right. Cuz um I'd- if I'm Tony Ferguson's manager, don't take that fight. Nobody. Cuz no. you need you need one more title fight, right? Tony well Tony or at just, least uh, an older guy fight. Tony needs to get a win right. and and he He's was just guy. Tony was just outgrappled and uh and and submitted by Charles Oliveira. Oh wow. And uh Charles is an amazing jiu-jitsu specialist. But now you're talking about one of the best grapplers in MMA. Tony will get taken down. Kevin Lee took Tony down. I love Tony. Tony is a scramble, make-stuff-up matrix guy that lives in that world. But when you get a specialist on Tony, the specialist usually wins in that special category. And if he's going against Islam, it would be especially hard to stay off of the mat with him. So Tony needs to go against just kind of like a... An MMA guy, man. Somebody that's just good everywhere, but not a freaking ground and ground specialist like that.
0: So, well, that tells me how long does Tony have before the inevitable comes? Because you, you've got to beat, like, who do you get? Dustin or you get... I mean, he's got to no, get somebody you, to I get, get ca- that belt before he gets out up of with here. I a good
1: one. I'm going to... Paul Felder. What about Paul Felder? Against Tony Ferguson? Yeah. That could be a fun fight. And Paul, like, Paul's an amazing fighter, but he's not a ground specialist. He's not going to take Tony down, you know? Yeah. he They'll stand and trade and, and like... I think that's a fight that Paul's a big enough a name that it kind of makes sense for Tony, even though Tony was a number one, two guy in a while, and Paul's coming off a few losses. I get get what you're saying. I think it's, for Paul, it's enticing. It makes him want to come back and fight a big name. For Tony, it's enticing. It says, I'm still fighting a name a little lower down the ranks, but it could possibly get him back on the win track. Both guys have something to gain from it. Yeah, that is a good idea. I just threw that out there. I don't know. It wasn't bad. Okay, thanks. You
0: should. (laughs) There's another job you can have. Mm Mm-hmm so
1: then we have
0: uh Amanda and Megan right we haven't we have to talk about that Ooh. I mean I watched we reroll
1: we were wrong about the baby yeah but <laughs> yo did you see it Katie I text I I sent it to uh Jason she walks into the arena with yeah. baby in arms and and it was it was exactly like we talked about on the last show it was mm-hmm. it was Connor McGregor getting out of the car at the arena and we were, I was like no don't. which
0: shows you that Conor
1: McGregor lost, and it had nothing to do with his children. Maybe that's so. what it shows <laughs> yeah. you,
0: because Amanda is just a She's better. She's more fierce. I felt like um, dads I, have I kids. They get dad bods. I don't Amanda know if you noticed this, but there was a dangerous. you know when you walk into the stadium and the cameras film you. Mm-hmm. So Megan Anderson's video, I didn't when see they hers. posted it on the UFC. Yeah, all the remarks were like, "Man, she looks terrified." Oh, she looks blue. I didn't see it. She was nervous <laughs> looking home. She She looked nervous walking into the
1: stadium. Yeah. Like she looked frightened. Yeah. I got to say it is also kind of awkward just because… Just to set it up. You know it's like okay sit in your car. Sit in your car. Okay walk out as if you're motivated to go take on the world. And some yeah. people just don't do good with TV yeah, and cameras that too. and too. Okay that's
0: what I might… I thought that but could be a chance. But then I think in the octagon… Yeah. Again… She kinda looked nervous. Yeah. And then when she got hit,
1: that was I like that was when she felt the power. She just she and just, her legs she, went to little Bambi legs. I mean, the
0: first shot made her nervous and stopped. She you know she in, in total, she threw one leg kick oh, really? and, and it was almost caught. And then it was immediately cracked in the head for that kick. Yeah. And then and then the next crack. I think almost. Uh, I think Stunder. She was. She's such a big, strong girl that she didn't move. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a one of those like nobody home for a second moments because yeah. she just
1: that second right
0: hand that landed. She just went.
1: Yeah, I mean, you saw her legs like when oh, yeah, she that, went that down. Was the, her That back, was the first one. Oh yeah, whichever one it was when 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 Amanda kind of like pushed she lost her, her down Egalibriam. or whatever and. And her legs kind of went out. Uh, everybody talks about this. Everybody talks about the girls who have fought Amanda before. They always go, never felt power like that before. Yeah, And it's a different type of power. There's power that has pop, uh, this power that um, kind of jolts your head back. And then sometimes it's just this like deadening thump of power that just jogs your brain. It just makes your brain bounce off. And Amanda has that. Everybody says that. Like, I've never felt anything like that before. And you see it, man. When she hits girls. big. Megan Anderson, big girl, could take a punch, and um, she just lost her legs right away as soon as one glanced off her head.
0: It's in a to see it in slow mo, and see. I felt like um, Megan Anderson is facing you know this the champ champ, and the champ champ has got her hands on the cage, mm-hmm. showing her back, showing all her back muscles and her shoulder <laughs> muscles, showing that, showing that her body is uh, not of this lion. world, dude. It's not of this world that body. And then if then she spins around and and the first thing she does is is do like a thing with her like kind of jack her shoulders yeah. up a little bit and she leans in like that and and it's a, and it's a it's a flex to put her hands up and ask if she wants to so she she knows she's doing it at Megan Anderson. Yeah. It's like ah and then yeah you want to touch gloves and and then the the excitement and the snarl when the punches are thrown like that lady is if it is 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 like more, she's more violent than any other belt holder in the UFC. Like I don't know anybody else that lands and has like starts getting vicious faces as the land as the punch is about to land. She's a a, a brutal maniac
1: and good everywhere and the good nicest everywhere. person ever. It seems as soon as the fight well, ends, I, she's the one feel good thing about the card, man. She she performs so well. She gets up there. <laughs> And I was just staring at the baby the whole time. I know. <laughs> so I was right? Taking a picture and I was like, turn the baby around. Turn the baby around. I know, around. right? And the baby was crying. And, yeah, and the baby was, cheered up. <laughs> he was yeah. a bit freaked out, but then he cheered up. He came yeah. out. Um, but I was Amanda, happy for both of them. Amanda's amazing. I think everybody, everybody just loves Amanda because she's just not only so good, but she's got this like, she's not like a girly girl, but she's got this like happy energy, right? She yeah. likes to crack jokes. She, 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 she um, Pranks her, her her wife all the time, Nina and, and and everything. And um, I just it makes me think. Wh- where does she go from here though? Because she's cleaned out every every division that she's fought in. She's she goes up in weight. She's the champ champ now. But realistically, one forty five isn't even a division. The featherweight women's division inside the UFC is not a division. It's just yep. whoever is in line that has uh, is on a win streak of one. They will fight her and then they will lose. There's nobody in the division. She goes back down to bantamweight. She's already wiped out the division. There's no one there. Everyone else well, she's already beat. They, they go. She goes to bantam and then um, uh, the flyweight the, below it. What's her name Shchenko. goes up. Shashenko goes up. Right, and so that would be the only <laughs> fight that the, they kind of mentioned in the broadcast. That would that would kind of make. In a the competitive mixed martial arts. What about arts. men? What's that? What about men? Men. In a realistic sense? I'm not trying yeah. to make a joke. I don't think it would never be allowed. Because a man can't punch her. It would never be allowed. I
0: mean who I mean, what about just Jake but Paul? But do
1: I realistically think? Do you think she, she could can beat Jake Paul? In MMA? Oh, in MMA for sure. But in boxing? No, in He's MMA He's too big. They would okay. have to be on this. Okay. But right. but damn, I mean you have me really, really thinking hard right now. Um I think a man that could beat men, uh women could Beat men if you're just a better fighter, you know, it's not like yeah. it, it, it's unheard of. We've had Amanda, Alice Manias
0: where I had women beat men.
1: There you go. Amanda is the best fighter woman on the face of this ever earth that has ever been around by far since the earth has been. If a she planet. was a
0: guy and She's she was best. in, if she fought like that in the guy in like you know, I mean, the, the featherweight division, but she was a guy, we would all be tripping out on her, You'd be bowing down to her, going, This. Guy is a fucking yeah. machine. Like, look yeah. at these. The, I, I just, the striking is so powerful. She
1: she's so good. And she's look, she's not perfect. She's had her flaw. I remember I was at this fight, I believe. She her last loss, or might have been her only loss. This cat. Cats and Gano. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Kat all grappled her. Gra- yeah. Kat had this sick little uh head and arm throws she would do. She's an she would amazing would Kind of wrestler. barrel roll and throw yeah. her and get on top. And she kept doing that. And Amanda. Amanda fixed that. She got better at her grappling. She's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Her striking is off the charts. And just her her MMA fight IQ has gotten better. And then with experience, that was ages ago. That was a baby Amanda. She's a woman now dominating the division. There's nobody left for her. I was looking on the way here. I was trying to think, is there even anybody in the division? And the only women that are even close, Jermaine Duranamy, she already beat her. Durain, Jermaine duran mean, is like the next in line. She already lost to Amanda. This is the only one, and people might not agree with this, and you might not agree with this. Juliana Pena. You remember Juliana yeah, Pena? Yeah, she She's got good grappling. Good grappling. If I'm being completely honest, she's got an awkward striking. Yeah. Yeah, and she's kind of... Um, she's, a, she's she got an effective grappling. Yeah. She doesn't stop. And she's beaten people that you wouldn't think she would beat. a matter yep. of fact, her last fight she submitted uh, the silver medalist uh, uh, wrestler girl in that division. So um, somebody like her, I could see maybe giving Amanda a little bit of trouble in like a grappling department. Because that would be Amanda's, if she had a weakness, her grappling isn't as high level as her striking. So you would say that's the one kink in the armor. So let's attack that. And somebody like Juliana Pena, that's all she does is swarm, swarm, swarm. Do I think eventually she would get tired and Amanda would probably knock her out? Yes. I don't think she would beat her. But at this point, you have to find somebody that like could even compete with her because... What about Gabby? Big Gabby. Yeah. You seen her pole
0: dancing videos? (laughs) Boy, are they a treat. Yeah. I recommend anybody who's, you know, got some time to kill. (laughs) Check out Gabby Garcia's pole
1: dancing school. Well, I guess I know what I'm YouTubing when I'm driving home today. <laughs> don't do it while you're driving. You'll crash. <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah, Gabby's... Okay, so Gabby... She's big enough. Gabby's a month. She's probably
0: too big, right? She can't yeah, make say, 140. Gabby's
1: probably too big. I don't think she can make that weight Cyborg, class. bring her back. And then Gabby, as, as big this and is strong one. as she is, Dana
0: White would agree big. to this. He won't, but this is a fight worth risking. Amanda Nunes versus Cyborg. Two. For yes. the for the Bellator UFC Ooh. fight. Now that's because Dana's like, enticing. you can't lose this. If you
1: lose, your business is ruined. But you ain't losing it. So, this is the thing. That is the only fight that it is, is comp- right? that will be would be competitive. Yeah. Look, she won in spectacular fashion. She still, knocked her out. But that fight could have gone either way. Okay. If Amanda, uh, Amanda didn't hurt Cyborg with that one punch in the beginning, it could have gone the other way. Okay. That fight… Could always be a back and forth. Do I think seeing what Amanda has done to her and seeing what Amanda has does now that Amanda has the favorite to win some more times? Yes, but do I think ten out of ten times Amanda would beat Cyborg? No, man. That's 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 a that's a knife fight. Anything could happen. In that I agree. Fight. That's, that's a that's a dangerous. They one. should
0: fight twice a year. For $10 million. It'd
1: Everyone be amazing. Just, yeah. It would be amazing because at this point, Dana White's going to have to have a, a sit down, talk with her and say, what do we do? Because if we throw so, a, another random girl, I don't want to say another random girl. I don't want to take anything from Megan. If we throw some random girl at her now, nobody's going to buy this. None. Nobody wants to see a pay-per-view title None. fight Uh, of, of who's next now. Number eight. We're going to throw a number nine or 10 at her now yeah. because she's, she slept the division. We have to find something uh for her or Possibly get rid of the, the
0: LFA division. girl, the wrestling one, the blonde one. They're already talking about it. Oh, really? And an LFA? Yeah, because she just she got one more fight on her deal or whatever. And oh, they're wow. talking about LFA's got a bunch of really good girls. No, the grappling. girl, man, I wish I knew her oh, name. Oh, you mean
1: that's in the UFC now? The blonde girl that's hey. super grappler. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Brazilian. No. She's Wait. She's American. in LFA or in New York? No, she's
0: in LFA.
1: I think. Oh, she's in LFA. I sh- I'm. I'm. I'm calling Who's the. Who's the champ? The female
0: champ in the
1: 145s. Her. I don't even know. I got to learn it though, because LFA has a a lot of really good girl grapplers, and he just signed like three more girl black. You got adults. that gig now? Uh, I'm doing it this weekend. I'm calling LFA. so I, got, nice. I, I, I wonder if she's on it. But... Make sure you post that shit. I'll fucking repost it so people know. Will do. I'll get Will you do. Up. LFA this weekend, guys. Um, but. Yeah, I would say, to, to sum up the story with, with our girl Amanda, she's the baddest woman on the planet. Somebody that has to be a specialist in one area is the only thing I see happening to try to dethrone what her. What about Otherwise... two women? <laughs> Alice Mania? Yeah. <laughs> what, what about, about gonna, she gonna just hired
0: to... Alice Mania to beat up men and multiple women at the same time? That'd be crazy. Imagine her fighting like seven chicks at the same time. That'd be brutal, right?
1: I don't know about that, Jay.
0: I feel, like she could I, beat up. I feel like she could beat up the top seven people that are under her in the UFC at the same time.
1: The way she's looking, she's going to be holding that belt for a while.
0: Next weekend, all I care about is Ben Rothwell. Ben? I
1: hey, just don't.
0: Ben? I don't. Ben seems like a really nice guy. Never liked his style.
1: Yeah, he's got a uh, interesting style. which stands is a lot of big power. Main event is what? Bilal Muhammad versus... Uh, is that this weekend? Next weekend? Yeah. Uh, Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. Whew. That is... Man, Leon is the guy that... Uh, one of the best guys, obviously, in the division, but uh, doesn't get a lot of the credit because he doesn't fight frequently enough. And he's not always the most exciting fighter, but you see how good his skill set is. Bilal, guy that I fought on a tear right now, looks phenomenal. And a guy that everybody everybody kind of loves to watch. He's funny, man. If you're not if you don't follow Bilal Muhammad on Twitter, give him a follow. This guy, oh, yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. Man, he he's a guy. very lighthearted dude. Makes fun of himself. Huh. Does all this stuff. Like he's a guy that most people that not most people, but for a while when we fought years ago, I didn't you know I didn't like him. We were fighting, and then I, I was like, this guy's fucking hilarious, man. Huh. I, I, and now I'm a fan, dude. So I oh, would cool. love to see Bilal shock the world. But uh, man, he's got a he's got a tough test, right, yep. Leon Edwards. Uh, Angela Hill, Ashley Yoda. I just want to say shout out to uh, Angela okay. Hill. I love her. Good luck. They uh, so they reset, they rebooked yep. it on this one. Hopefully, yep. nobody gets uh, oh, a shout out to
0: Holly Holm. I hope you're feeling better. I know that she got like a little kidney thing and she has to have a little bit of a surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, but she's gonna be oh. fine. She found out she's gonna be fine, but they have to sew up some little thing. I,
1: I just saw I was her gonna say, because she hasn't fought in a minute, she was about like. to, so they had to postpone it a little oh, bit because she had that that beautiful performance. It seemed like forever ago now though, where she, I don't know. I forgot who she fought, but she looked amazing. Five round fight. I think it was. She Kia the whole damn time. She looked awesome, but it seemed like it was like a year ago now.
0: Well, uh, I love her. And I think she's going to be back
1: uh, in the, and
0: I think she, what about her again against Amanda? <laughs> okay. We got
1: to go. That's I mean, not Holly's Holly's top of the, the food chain, but then at the food chain, then there's just such a drastic difference when it comes to Amanda. She's just a head and shoulders above everyone. Too many ways. Too many yeah. ways to finish a fight. Look, if you knock out Holly Holmes with a head kick, I mean, that's Holly Holmes shit. You know, yeah. like, yeah, like she didn't. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, no Holly Holmes. Love you, Holly.
0: All right, thanks everybody. Like and yeah. subscribe. Tell your friends. See you next week. Take care, guys.